The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning. The program you're about to hear is absolutely filthy and thoroughly disgusting. Furthermore, listening to it will immediately turn you into a bottom. Bottom. Listen, when, when it's messy, it's a problem for everyone in the room. Correct. All ten of them. I'm proud to declare the Adam Sank Show and his ass open to the wind. Ass open to the wind. This is fuckery. <laughs> this is all fuckery. <laughs> fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... Give a warm round of applause to my friend and yours, Adam Sank. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Hello. Am I on? Welcome Welcome to the Adam Sank Show. My mic was turned down. We are not live, but it's a brand new episode. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern, Saturday, November 5th, for Christ's sake, we're in November already, in the year 2022 at dnrstudios.com and the DNR Cast app, the only place to hear this podcast the first week that it airs. And if you listen anywhere else, please, for God's sake, leave us ratings and reviews. We love them. We read them. We, I masturbate to them. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole thing. Call the Ass Hotline anytime you want at 804-TALK-ASS. That's 804-825-5277. Email me anything you want at adam at adamsank.com. Get vaccinated, boosted, stand with Ukraine, and vote like your life depends on it because it does. You heard it here first. Our guest today is Deanna Ortiz. She is the social media manager from the Mr. Man website. We've talked about Mr. Man many times on this show. It's the essentially the uh, gay version of Mr. Skin. Mr. Skin uh, is, is sort of a uh, an archive, a clearinghouse, if you will, of uh, all of the places you can see naked uh, female celebrities, and Mr. Man is the same thing for naked male celebrities. So every TV show, every movie that uh, a penis or an ass belonging to a man appears in, you can find out where and how to find it on the Mr. Man website. Um, but first, I need to introduce my co-host this week. And once again, because we do two episodes in a day, uh, Steve is out with COVID again. Ugh. Poor Steve. But by the time this airs, I'm sure he will be fully recovered. And in the meantime, we are thrilled to have back everyone's favorite twinkster comedian, Drew Lausch. Thank you for having me. Drew. Again. You know, what we forgot to do last week was plug any of your upcoming appearances, your website, oh, all the things. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so I have a show. Um, I'm doing my hour with my comedy partner, Zach Teague. Um, we're doing our hour. Whom I'm obsessed with. Yes. Um, he's very beautiful. Um uh ba- called baby gay on november 11th at chelsea music hall um and if you haven't watched um if you haven't watched the alan cumming um showtime special you should because zach and i are in it so fabulous yeah. what's the name of the special it's kind of a long one it's like club coming presents a queer extravaganza hosted by alan cumming look at you with the tv credits i know yeah but it's it's really cool so if you so if anyone's listening and you have a showtime subscription because not a lot of people have showtime subscriptions but if you do i would love if you watched it you know drew when i met you 
You were fresh off the bus from North Dakota. I was, had yeah. just landed in New York. I know. And I, I knew you were going to make it. Thanks. That's I, I, really I can spot talent. I don't have any myself, but I can spot it. That's not true. And you others. gave me my first paid gig, so. Naked. Yeah. Naked and paid. Hell yeah. Um. Well, that's awesome. Thanks. And I haven't watched that yet, but I'm going to. Also yeah. with us, as always, is our producer, the queen of fuckery, J.B. Bercy. Welcome, J.B. Hello. I like that this two headphone look that you've got going well, on. The blue one looks like a headband. Okay, so what's happening is that you know we get a ten minute break during um, in between shows. Yes. So since yesterday, I've been calling this. I've been calling GameStop because they fucked up my game order. I'm trying to change it. So they've. I'm still on hold. Are you multitasking? Yep, I am still on hold because it's, it's been twelve minutes now. I think Wait, what I game? Up, what game is it for? Pokemon. Okay. The one that's coming out in November. Yeah, I fully yeah. paid for it off. So like, my whole thing is like. I, I'm already on hold for too long to hang up. <laughs> well, I want to give you some kudos, JB, because I'm always bitching and complaining. The sound of last week's episode was perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. And the fact that you and you hit all your sound cues, all of the sound effects, all of the the clips that we wanted you to play perfectly. Thank the you. fact that you did that while being on hold for GameStop <laughs> is quite impressive. Thank you so much. Um, let me start by asking both of you. Uh, has either one of you ever been suspended from social media, temporarily or permanently? Yes, temporarily. Um, oh. Yeah, temporarily I was from um, from TikTok because a lot of my videos are like are like I'm talking about like sex or like funny sex. You know what I mean? So there, so there was like a few, but it was like a day. Like it was like you can't post or for a day or two. So it wasn't like you know. JB, I okay. I guess not suspended, but I had a. Like, a profile deleted. Wow. Yeah, because this is in high school when Facebook and stuff first came out and whatnot. Mm. So, you know, there was this ex I, I dated, and I had this backup profile, which was just me being a naughty, naughty girl. And he reported it. Yeah, just because he was jealous. And I was very bad. So you had like a Fuck secret him. slut profile. Yes. Also, I'm obsessed with you. That's incredible. what were you post? What were you posting on it? Um, pictures of my butt, naked. Yeah. And see, how did Facebook even allow that? Because you don't, because you don't post it like to everyone. It's only to the people who you follow that know about your life. Well, this is what pisses me off because I am constantly getting kicked off Facebook. Really? For non-infractions, and meanwhile, everyone I know is showing. Their entire ass naked in their Facebook stories and posts, dick prints, bulges, like the, the skimpiest of bikini briefs. And I get uh, put in Facebook jail for three days at a time for the most ridiculous violations. So the most recent was there's a young rapper named NLE Chapa. He's 19. He's from Memphis. Mm -hmm. he had, he's had a top 40 billboard uh, hit back in 2019 called Shot a Flow. He's got 1.6 million followers on Twitter, and he posted a picture of himself on Twitter, fully clothed, but in very tight pants, kind of like leggings, um, with his dick hard, and his dick is massive. Mm. Like, he's a tiny little guy, and his dick is bigger than his arm, Hot. for real. And, um, you know, it got a lot of attention, and some of his followers were like, what, are you gay? Like, why are you showing your dick to the world? And so he tweeted... 
First and foremost, I love myself, and I'm comfortable enough in my skin to show the beauty God blessed me with. Secondly, I love all, so I don't mind attracting both genders. But most importantly, my sexual preference is women. Please stop trying to make me something I'm not. So I was compelled to respond. This is on Twitter. I respond with, one, it's a sexual orientation, not a preference. Mm -hmm. Two, why is that the most important thing? And three, how do you get hard without passing out? (laughs) And I thought it was funny. And it (laughs) wasn't getting any attention on Twitter. Uh So I took screenshots of him showing the, the dick print and his tweet and my response. And I put those on Facebook on the Adam Sank Show page and Instantly, I was in jail. Mm. Now, a lot of people out there seem to think it's that someone's reporting me. No one is reporting me. These are bots that thinks think that they see yeah. a naked picture because there's a black man wearing black pants yeah. with a big dick imprint, and they just assume that's a naked body when it's not. Right. There was no nudity, but that's what I was suspended for was showing genital nudity. And then there's a button that says, do you disagree with this decision, which I always hit. And then a second later, I get a thing saying, no, we were right the first time. You're suspended for three days. It yeah. is infuriating to me. Yeah. I also think that um, that once you've been suspended or like banned once, it's like easier for it's like it's like all of a sudden you're on everybody's radar. I am yeah. on the Facebook terrorist watch list. You're like shadow banned. I've gotten kicked <laughs> off for like quoting someone like quoting something that had the word like fuck you in it or or cunt or whatever and yeah. immediately i'm blocked because of hate speech do you understand like i'm quoting someone else saying this person said to me go fuck yourself up oh, you're suspended for three days yeah. they think i'm like a fucking criminal meanwhile there's people there's actual criminals uh posting political threats misinformation yeah covid lies uh you know insurrectionist yeah. shit and they're fine facebook has no problem with them it is so infuriating to me. And I know the answer is to just get off Facebook and get off Twitter now that fucking Elon Musk is in charge. Like, it's all just going to be a fucking cesspool. Yeah, it is. But I'm addicted to it. Yeah. And also, it's how I promote this podcast. Right. So I don't know what to do. Well, I feel like your TikToks are, are getting pretty popular, right? So Not maybe, really. Oh, I, I rarely maybe, do them. Oh, I, well, I guess, yeah, I guess because like, I have your number. Um, I also do want to say this really quick. My mom was suspended from Twitter because um, because she posted threatening tweets to Donald Trump, which I think is Good hilarious. I know they like they like banned her for a moment. They were like, "You're tweeting violent things." Bravo. Like, about, I know, which well, I like love. She should try it again now that Elon Musk is in charge because it's a fucking free for all. Yeah. Um. Anyway, just my rant, and also if you want to see a really huge dick print, check out NLE Chapa's Twitter. <laughs> Have you already been there, JB, in the time we've been talking about this? No. You're not interested? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> this next story is dedicated to JB. It's the only reason I'm doing the story. Yay! And this was on uh, Queer TV via Reddit, and it's gamers, G-A-Y-M-E-R-S, gamers name their hottest video game characters. I feel like we've done this story before. Uh, hottest video game character? I don't think so. Uh, the, the things we talked about of hot, of hot lists would be superheroes. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, I don't know any of this. Who did they name? I'm really curious. I've only heard of like two of these games, let alone the characters. But um, here we go. And I'll stop, JB, when you want to make a comment. Otherwise, I'm just going to go through these quickly. Great. Caden Alenko from Mass Effect. Oh, yes. Dear God, yes. (laughs) Dear God, 
yeah. what's hot about him? Okay, so Kay Delenko, Mass Effect is an RPG game where you play as a military commander and you pretty much save the world. Caden is one of your squad mates, but he's an earnest, kind of sweet, really good looking. They when they remade the game, they made him super handsome, cut cut jaw. Everything. And then when he takes off his shirt, he got body yaddy 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 because mm. I slept with him through the first game and the third game. So you can yes. sleep with the character? Yes, because again, you play all your own RPG character, so you're solving messages, having romantic intertwines with men and women, whoever the fuck you feel like. This is your world. You do what wow. fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, the next one on the list is Alistair Dragon Age Origins. Alistair, okay, yes. <laughs> you yeah. know all these people. <laughs> That's another RPG game. Again, a very what does RPG stand for? A role playing. game. Okay, okay. Yes, so they're really of, fun. Kind of like a video Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, yes. But again, you have um, romancing with characters or have characters hate you. Plenty of options to go. But Alistair, yes. Also from Dragon Age, this one is Dragon Age Inquisition. Dorian Pavis or Pavis? Oh, really? Uh, okay. <laughs> pass. Not interested. Pass. Not interested. Yeah. Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Yeah. Oh my god this is the happiest i've ever seen jb oh nathan drake okay so uncharted is pretty much the male version of tomb raider and mm-hmm. uh, just this main character who just is a treasure hunter he's again jawline cut beard body yaddy yaddy for days oh lord have mercy yes farkas from the elder scrolls versus skyrim oh no i didn't play Elder scrolls i'm sorry harangar uh also from that game Luci- lucio or lucio from overwatch Oh, Lucio. Also, Roadwatch from Overwatch. Roadhog. Roadhog, yes. Yeah, definitely Roadhog. Someone definitely wrote, someone on Reddit said, Roadhog has some serious kink vibes, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, Dante from Devil May Cry 3. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You know this too, Drew? Um, I don't know as many as JB. JB's the expert, but I, I've known, I know the Uncharted one and I know this one. He's really hot. He's like he platinum is. hair. Yeah. Someone on Reddit said, as a gay teen in 2005 with no computer in my house, I can't tell you how many times I restarted this game for this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, probably restarted the game a few hundred times before I actually played it. So I guess this kid was jerking off to it. Hey, yeah. Gotta get yours. In the opening scene, Dante is fighting demons with his shirt off, mm-hmm. just kicking ass. And then the demons stab him and he just walks away while eating pizza. It's it's very hot. That and is hot. So, yeah. <laughs> Michael DeSanta from Grand Theft Auto 5. Yes. Someone on Reddit said, since I'm into daddies with emotional attachment issues. <laughs> yes, that's exactly Everybody's got why. an ish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vaz Montenegro from Far Cry 3. I ain't played Far Cry series. Someone wrote, I imagine he would be a rough lay. <laughs> um, Chris Redfield from Resident Evil 5. Yes. Yeah, Hundo yes. P. Uh, 100. Chris mm-hmm. Redfield all the time. 100. Uh, I think, first of all, I think they did they did him justice in Resident Evil 6. He was super hot there because he was more built. Yeah. Oof. Someone on Reddit wrote, them bodybuilder punching arms and that butt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. He's hot. Yeah. Piers Nivens from Resident Evil 6. Six. Yep. That's yeah. Chris's duo buddy. He was also hot. Oh, Lord. Joel Miller from The Last of Us. Someone wrote, dude has intense daddy energy. He does. The Last of Us is the zombie series where he travels with this little girl. Is that the dad? Yeah, but yeah. It's, not his, it's not his daughter. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's the daddy that you play, the main character. Yeah, he has scruff, scruff hair. Got the whole, he got the whole torture daddy, from, daddy thing going for him, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. All right, there's two more. Uh, Nightwing from Gotham Knights. Yes. Someone writes, um, guys, 
you need to have a quick look at Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. who I guess is another name for Nightwing. Let's yeah. just say he is dot 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 anatomically correct. Yes. He is. He's so he hot. Is. And there should be. Did you guys hear that um, one of the Robins is now bisexual? Right? Uh, yes. In a comic book? There's been yes. a lot of gay Batman and Robin stuff in the last few years. I want the movie. <laughs> I want I want them to be like, here's bisexual Robin. Go, going on a bisexual adventure. <laughs> the bisexual adventures of Robin, starring Drew Lausch. Yeah, oh yeah, You're absolutely. Kind of a Robin. I'll Thank you. Okay. And finally, and I feel like we've talked about this, JB. Bowser from the Mario franchise. Isn't he a monster? He is a monster. I don't understand. Uh, oh, I don't get it. It's so, giving. It's giving fucking Casper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I don't know if that's the vibe. Yeah. And, Someone know. wrote, guys. I have a thing for monster boys. So I've always loved Bowser. That makes sense. Well, I've never felt less uh, interested in any story I've done on the ass, but I did it for you and apparently for Drew. I love I video games. It, yeah. Any I'm of you other gamers out there. That one game is not on the list. That should be on the list is League of Legends because every time they make a male character, he's mm. fucking daddy for no goddamn reason. Just shirt off, beautiful body. I, mean, I think body. they know what they're doing because A, there's clearly a gay fan base, but there's yes, also certainly. like straight guys want to look like those guys. Yeah, you know. I also think, in terms of video games, so it's aspirational. Keep, yeah, but in terms of video games, like how JB was talking about, like the RPG, and you can like fuck whoever you want. Like I think video games are so great for young queer mm-hmm. individuals who are like ex- want to explore their sexuality, but don't like can't talk to anyone or whatever. Like I think video games are such a great in for that okay. to be like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this guy on Apparently, this video game, and like you know, I mean, you guys, just to give you an idea of how much older I am, uh, the first video game I ever played was Pong. It was two, <laughs> two white lines hitting a tiny dot back and forth across the yeah. screen. So the idea of like masturbating to a video game is so Have you never masturbated to, to Pong? I, I Well, I tried to. Yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep. The only, yeah. Um, all right. So moving on, I've tried very hard not to do too much uh, election stuff just because it's all so anxiety producing for me and everybody else. But um, I couldn't skip this story. A GOP candidate in Arizona who previously talked about wanting to protect children from the progressive left, dropped his race after he was allegedly caught masturbating in his truck near a preschool. His name is Randy Jean Kaufman, and he was on the ballot for the Maricopa County Community College District. I don't know what kind of position that is, but it's a very, very local position that one runs for. This took place on October 4th. But he only withdrew from the race uh, a couple of weeks later after the media got hold of the story. A police report uh, said a police officer observed Kaufman in his truck parked in front of this preschool at around 4.30 p.m. Um, the police officer said Kaufman appeared to be looking at a cell phone in one hand. I immediately became alarmed as I saw his hands, his pants down mid-thigh and he was exposed showing his fully erect Nude penis. He was, this is a quote, he was manipulating his genitals in a masturbatory manner. Masturbatory manner is also the name of my dream home. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you. My memoir is going to be titled that. Masturbatory manner. Yeah. Um, anyway, when he was busted by the cops, when the cops approached the car, his defense, he said, I'm really stressed. 
my eyes can't roll hard enough. I mean, it's yeah. always it's always the Republicans that are like the wannabe kid fuckers. You know what I'm of saying? Course, by like, the school too. Yeah, it's, like, it's so nasty. Right away. Yeah, but they Ooh. have the gall to call a gay person a. Per- you know what I mean? It's just such bullshit. Yeah. Kaufman uh, was a retired prison supervisor with the Department of Corrections. That makes it even richer. That's great. Um, his Facebook account has been disabled, and he now faces public sexual indecency charges. In a statement announcing the suspension of his campaign, he he said, he, quote, will never stop fighting to protect the United States Constitution and the values that make America the greatest country in the world. He did not mention his arrest. JB, I think I can hear your hold music. Wait. My bad. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's very quiet, but I can hear it. I feel like there's like theme music playing behind <laughs> I know, this. I thought like, we were on an elevator. Masturbation for story. <laughs> can you play our jerking off in front of preschool kids song? Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, this was a story that uh, really struck and disturbed me. I don't remember this, but almost five years ago during Miami Gay Pride, there was a gay couple that was viciously bashed. Um, totally, you know, they were just innocent bystanders. And four guys pulled up in a car and got out and started beating the shit out of them. And for some reason, it took five years for this case to finally be resolved. And what ended up happening is that the charges were dropped to a second-degree felony for all four of the defendants. Um, The charge that they basically pled guilty to was battery with prejudice. They were all aged 20 or 21 at the time of the attack, and they will serve no jail time. That's bullshit. They were sentenced to five years probation, 200 hours of community service, and they have to complete an anger management course. Um, This all happened after a Pride event in April of 2018. Um, Both uh, members of the couple that were the victims were in the courtroom, and apparently they agreed to this. Like, they accepted their apology, and they agreed to, to accept this plea. And I'm sorry, but I'm just not that forgiving. No. No, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. I'd be like, I, I want jail time for them all. I think it sends a really bad message. Completely. How do they not do jail time for that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, they originally claimed that they were, that it was like a fight and they were defending themselves because they thought their safety was at risk. <sighs> but the circuit, uh, Miami-Dade circuit judge, Ariana Fajardo Orshan, said at the time, there's nothing, because it was all caught on surveillance video. Mm-hmm. She said, there's nothing in that video, and I watched it over and over again, that showed me that any of these defendants was in fear for the safety of their lives. Um, in court, uh, she said to the, um, to the victims, I want to offer our sincere apology for the way some of our victim, uh, some the way some of our citizens have behaved. I just, and then she said she found it incredible that the couple found it within themselves to allow their assailants to move on with their lives. I don't think they should move on with their lives till they no. till they go to prison. Agreed. Also, like you, you can't do shit like that to people and like get away with like that's just so that's so demoralizing to hear. And like the the four men that did it, it's like. I don't, it's, um, what's that, like, the gay panic defense? It's, like, it's, I feel like it's, that's the energy that they're giving totally. off. Like, and, oh, they're, I was so, like, I was so scared about their homosexuality that I had to beat the shit out of them. It's, like, what the fuck? And also, they were 20 and 21. They weren't kids. No. They were full, full-grown full adults when they yep. did this. So, listen, I know that, like, forgiveness is spiritually healthy and necessary, you can forgive and have people who are awful go to That's jail. That's right. I would st- I would like, say I forgive you, but you need to pay a price for what you did. Yeah. Because it the whole move thing about, on with their lives like that. Is and the whole thing about hate crimes is 
a hate crime, you, the victims aren't just those victims. The victims yeah. is the entire are, are the entire community that now feels fear. Yep. Wherever they go. Yeah, because it's great that this couple can forgive and be like, oh, we're going to move on with our lives. But this, if if someone isn't reading the fine print of this case, then it looks like two gay guys got the shit beat out of them and nothing happened and I'm not to the blaming, assailants. I'm not know? blaming the victims either. No, no, I'm no. saying the court system failed here. Yes. Because they should have done at least six months to a year in jail for yeah. that. Um, are you trying to get our, uh, our guest? I've already sent him an email at the very start of the show. Her. Uh, sorry, her and Yuma at the very start of the show, and no one has joined our chat yet. Okay, I'm just going to send a text. We're trying clean feet again, everyone. We're very optimistic on this show. <laughs> okay, so in other news, and in much happier news, <clears throat> have either of you watched SNL this season? I've uh, Not like a full episode, but I've watched like clips and stuff. What's Cable? Well, I don't have cable either, JB, but I do have the Peacock app. Oh, it's also on Hulu, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. So I missed the so I missed the first three episodes, and then I went back and started catching up because mm -hmm. um, I was like, oh, I can watch these on Peacock. Anyway, yeah. the news is SNL has its first ever non-binary cast member. Yeah. Yeah, Molly's really great. Do you know Molly? Uh, yeah, I met Molly doing the Memphis Comedy Festival. I don't know, three, four years ago. I mean, it was a long time ago, but Molly's really lovely and hilarious. So their name is Molly Kearney, mm -hmm. and they are a University of Dayton alum. Um, they made they first made an announcement on their Instagram post on September 15th saying, Meet Brick, move to New York. I guess that's <laughs> their nickname for themselves. Yeah. Um, head exploding. Thanks for the love, everyone. So I knew immediately that Molly was non-binary because the first sketch in which they appear, it, it was a sketch about all the new cast members and they're um, kind of like telling their stories about what it's like being a new cast member on SNL. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, oh, Lauren gave me some good advice about this. And oh, one of the writers told me this. And every time they go to Molly, they're like, uh, Lauren asked me to kill Putin. <laughs> it's like this <laughs> yeah, crazy uh, yeah. over the top thing. Uh -huh. um, anyway, <laughs> this is the part where they sort of let everyone know they were non-binary. I'm thrown in the back of a van. I hear a military guy scream, if she gets captured over there, she's on her own. And I wanted to be like, it's actually like, it's actually they, not she, but it didn't seem like the right moment for the pronoun talk. <laughs> then we drive straight through the night at like a hundred. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Um, Kearney enters the cast after an exodus of huge talents, including Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, and Kyle Mooney, not to mention Cecily Strong and A.D. Bryant. And I mean, yeah. so many people left. Yeah. In 2019, Bowen Yang became the first out gay Asian cast member, and he was able to pave the way for Kearney and other queer comedians such as Punky Johnson to make their debuts on SNL. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget the the first openly gay SNL cast member was Terry Sweeney back oh, in the 80s. Oh, sure. Who I've been trying to get on this show forever. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I also, I didn't even realize that, but I love that. Yeah, he used to play um, Nancy Reagan. He was famous for that. I love it. That's awesome. Um, besides Saturday Night Live, Kearney has had a variety of roles across uh, TV. Most recently, they starred as Fern Danley in Amazon Prime's queer reimagining of A League of Their Own. Mm. They also starred in The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. And in 2019, they headlined Comedy Central's Up Next Showcase. So congratulations to Molly. Yeah, come on, Molly. Progress. Um, this is a story that I've been wanting to do for weeks, and it keeps getting pushed off the rundown. 
but it is ridiculous and I want to talk about it. So, Drew, you remember who Rachel Dolezal is. She's the one that was in blackface, right? Or Not she claimed or she claimed that but she was she claimed, African-American. She claimed African-American heritage when she had none. Right. Yeah. And was the president of her local NAACP. Yeah, you got to get her on the show. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, you know, she's kind of a pathetic and desperate character. Like, yeah. I, I 100% condemn what she did and the fact that she continues to claim to be black when she's not. Yeah. But she is kind of a sad case. And one of the things that's happened since this scandal erupted a few years ago is that she can't get work. Yeah. Nobody wants to hire this person. Right. Um, and so her new gig is she's started an OnlyFans page. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm, you know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a few people out there who are like, yeah, I want to get in this. That's a very specific white fetish. Yeah, it I'm is. really into white women who pretend to be black. That's how. That's what gets me off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I feel like I feel like the the um the GOP candidate the GOP candidate who was caught jerking off in front of the preschool is probably her main subscriber. <laughs> Like number one fan, you know. <laughs> she posted on Instagram, I got approved. Link in bio. Um, she's 43 now. And, and as I mentioned, the former president of the Spokane, Washington, NAACP chapter. Does she have kids? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Damn. She's She's or got kids. black kids. Oh. That she adopted. Oh. Um, one of whom was her, I think it's her adopted brother that she wound up raising. Okay. It's a whole thing because, yeah. because she had bl- a black adopted siblings and because she like hates her own parents so much, she sort of like decided that she was going to raise these kids and like be black herself. Like that's sort of her mentality. Yeah. <clears throat> that I mean, I, I wonder if Ryan Murphy has a series about her in the works. I hope so. Yeah. Um, there is a fascinating documentary about her that I watched. Mm. Anyway, she's charging $9.99 a month. According to a bullet-pointed list, her OnlyFans content will include the following. <laughs> Monday motivation, gym, fitness, squats, and other stuff, followed by Wednesday workday, hot hot wait a minute, hair chair conversations with my clients, because she's a hairdresser, oh, okay. plus hair tutorials, Friday unwind. Um, alongside these routine themes, we'll be posting other random stuff, including foot pics and... Quote, posts of me using stuff people buy me from my Amazon wish list. So she's really trying to milk her notoriety for every penny that she can get. But also, so is she not doing sex stuff? That list was like not sex. It's not clear to me. (laughs) Um, It sounds like some of it might be like dominatrix wear, Mm. dominatrix gear. Okay. Like leather and latex and that sort of thing. But I don't don't know if she's showing her pussy. If anyone out there has seen Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans... Please let us know if she's uh, showing any titty or pussy. Yeah. Um, JB, I need you to uh, let me know what's going on with the guest. Meanwhile, here's another story that's been on the rundown for weeks, and I can finally get to it. Lil Nas X has asked his fans to stop doing poppers at his concerts. Why? Uh, I blame you for this, Drew. Why me? Because uh, I know it's you in the front row. Well, poppers are a hell of a drug. I mean, I think they're really fun. Enjoy them, right? I'm currently not doing poppers, but in general, yes, I agree with you. A tweet from Lil Nas X asking his fans to stop doing poppers at his concerts has gone viral. The rapper is currently on his first live tour across North America, the Long Live Montero Tour, which will then move to Europe. In September, he tweeted, stop doing poppers at my concert. 
You do not need your asshole relaxed to see me perform industry, baby. Uh, the tw- tweet has had around 100,000 likes and lots of replies. Many pointed out that it was only a couple weeks before that that Lil Nas X was encouraging fans to have an orgy at his shows. Hmm. So one person tweeted, how the fuck is there going to be an orgy without poppers? Someone else tweeted, you ever been to an orgy and not bring poppers? I don't think so. <laughs> Others said they would disobey his request. You can't stop me. Several more expressed blissful ignorance about what poppers are. One person tweeted, I'm going to have to go look this up on Urban Dictionary because I am so confused. With Lil Nas X, it's sometimes unclear you know, whether he's joking or not with his tweets. However, a TikTok video he posted shortly after that reminded people that there are kids at his shows. Mm. The Montero hitmaker posted a clip of him invading. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me start that again. The Montero <laughs> hitmaker posted a clip of him inviting his nephew up onto the stage at a recent concert, not invading his nephew, oh, inviting him. Yeah. The youngster and the uncle danced together, and it was oh. adorable. But you know what? He can't have it both ways. He I know. He made himself a sex symbol. Yeah. And he's owned his gayness and his sexuality, and his videos are very sexual. His posts are very sexual. Then you can't turn around and be like, but there's kids at my concert. Yeah, no, absolutely. I also think like- Pick a lane. Yeah, I think like you can't, I, I mean, I feel like poppers are done so casually. Like, it's not just a sex thing. Like, people are pro- like people are not fucking in your concert. Like, they're just, like, getting a little head rush while they're dancing. I agree. You know? Can I just say, this is related to Lil Nas, but also to video games. Lil Nas uh, became the joke president of League of Legends because they're doing a whole opening next week. And he's performing at the opening and whatnot. And he had a chance to create a character. I mean, it's a fully gay character but he created the character with the crop top i was like that's so him what's the character's name uh cassante cute yeah great name well anyway do not do poppers at lil nas x's concert lest you face you face his wrath um last story we'll do before we get to our fabulous guest is a british man has come forth to complain about the abuse he gets because of his enormous penis This story, by the way, was sent to us by <laughs> listener Derek, the one who called Steve Chris in the review and then sent Steve a dildo. Um, Joe, no last name, 22, desperately tries to hide the massive bulge in his pants by wearing special underwear. Drew, you know about this. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's not because I'm so hung. But it's, <laughs> but it's not enough to stop the prying eyes of others walking down the street. <laughs> He has to buy special underwear and try to support his large member. He appeared on TV to talk about this. Um, He says he has to choose between staying at home or going out to have people stare at his crotch. Now, I have to point out his penis is nine and a half inches, which is a big penis. Yeah. But I don't think it's so big that everyone on the street would be staring at you. Oh, my God. I just told you that about this. Story. I was like, this dick doesn't look bigger than 10 inches. I don't understand what he's talking about. Yeah. This, this bridge people don't understand the metric system. Like, I've been with 11-inch penis. That That is not – what are you talking about? I mean, don't get me wrong. I would kill to have a 9.5-inch penis. But I think I would be able to walk around in public without being stared at. Especially Just wear, wear boxer briefs and – Push it up. Yeah. What is he? He's just like wearing cargo shorts, like free balling it. And he's like, people are staring at me. He's also only five foot six, which means that when his dick is erect, it's the equivalent of one twelfth of his height. Uh, Anyway, here he is talking about how it was difficult when he started having sex with girls. 
than men. Yeah, it's the sort of thing, especially when I was younger and, you know, first losing virginity, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. People who I was hooking up with, they'd never seen her before. So yeah. we'd have sex and then they'd be like, is sex meant to hurt like that? And I was like, oh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, no. But because I was 15, 16, yeah, yeah, I also yeah. didn't know. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is just, this is just normal yeah. all these poor people. I don't know. He sounds really unsexy to me. Yeah, I, this I can't believe this is like a story. I can't believe there's like an interview. I just think this, this is just British people bullshit. Yeah, like, this, like, <laughs> they ran out of good ideas. Yeah, and, and they were like, this is British people big, fuckery. Yeah. yeah, this is British people. If you're listening, this is fuckery. Yeah, straight up fuckery. Agreed. Well, on that note, our guest today is the social media manager at Mr. Man, the website that specializes in locating, rating, and posting instances of male nudity in film and television. The site regularly releases lists like their recent list of the best male ass-eating scenes. So please give a warm-ass welcome to Diana Ortiz. Hi. Diana. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing good, how are you? Good, we have a slight echo with oh. you, which sometimes happens with the clean feed, but hopefully that will fade. JB is working on it. Um, Diana, when I reached out to Mr. Man, to request an interview, I just assumed that I'd be speaking to a gay guy. Yeah. Which yeah. is sexist on my part. No, it's, I mean, there's uh, a lot of people will assume, especially when like I interact with people on the Instagram, that it is a gay man, but um, it's it's me. <laughs> it's just you. It's just me, and I love dicks as much as the rest of them, so. Good for you. <laughs> Thank <yeah>. you so much. <laughs> but I, I do think of gay guys as being like the prime audience for Mr. Man. Am I wrong about that? No, definitely. Yeah, I think we launched the site back in like 2013-ish. And I definitely that was kind of like where we were aiming towards. We do have some women that will come to the site and that like are on our Instagram and Twitter. But for the most part, we're marketing towards gay men. Yeah, it seems that way to me, especially with the way the lists are, are made up. I mean, I'm sure there are women that want to see men's dicks, but do they really want to see men eating other men's asses? Yeah, <laughs> maybe not so much. How does Mr. Man find its nude scenes? I, I, I think we all imagine that it's like Seth Rogen and his stoned friends sitting around and knocked up. Is that how does it work? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of like that. We're definitely like having fun in the same way that they are <laughs> in the movie, but we're just not all on couches. Um, we do have a content team that will kind of quickly fast forward through all the content that we get, be it like TV shows or films or anything like that, um, to find and clip the nude scenes. We also have like, it sounds very fancy and very like, what a job to have. But we Yeah, have how do scouts. I apply for that job? Yeah, right? <laughs> All you do is watch porn all day. Um, there's also people like Mr. Skin and Mr. Man Scouts that will like go out to film festivals. So if it's like, um, a f you know, like the the new Harry Styles movie, uh, My Policeman, that we were like, are we getting Harry Styles nudes? Like we gotta know. So um, they would go out and like document all that to then take it back to us. So then we can wait until it comes out and then tell everybody about it. But we we kind of have a man on the you know person on the inside. What is your relationship with the studios? Do they want, I mean, I would imagine if I were a studio PR person, I would want my movie to get any publicity possible. So if I've got a, a dick scene in my movie, I would reach out to you guys ahead of time and say, hey, keep, keep an eye out for this. Does that happen? No, I would love if that happened. <laughs> it's a lot of like, you know, especially with the studios, 
especially like now like let's take don't worry darling for example like there was a bunch of like oh maybe oh like maybe this maybe that like a lot of hearsay but nobody knew for sure and i think that's what they like they like the mystery of it for you to be like is this person going nude i don't know come see the movie uh so they won't tell us anything <laughs> i feel like that's a mistake yeah who generally makes up your staff is it gay men straight women straight men like who who's the typical what is what's the demographic of the typical mr man staffer yeah um it's it's a nice mix which is i was very surprised at when i first started working there because it's mr man and mr skin all combined you know we will you know work you're not segregated in separate buildings <laughs> exactly yes i know we are together um so it's a good mix of uh straight people and queer people um maybe about like you know i'd say 40, 60, 60% men, 40% women. But the one thing that we always are sure, like we like to remind ourselves when we're working is that like, we're just happy that people are going nude. Don't matter if it's a dick, don't matter if it's boobs, like show us what you got. That's that's kind of what we are like, we want to see at work. So it's a very welcoming. Are any of you guys nudists yourselves? No, no. That, <laughs> it definitely has like lessened my... Um, inhibitions towards nudity like I'm very comfortable around nudity now like I've been with the company for three years and it was just kind of interesting not that I was a prude before but <laughs> it's very interesting now to be like oh yeah like I'll watch movies and be like oh good that person went nude that's great for them happy for them um yeah because my co-host today Drew Drew and I we've both done naked um comedy gigs before and there are nudist groups, I'm sure you know this, who probably love your sites mm -hmm. because they're not necessarily about wanting to see sex. They really love nudity. They just love yes. seeing naked people and they love being naked themselves. And I would think that would be like a – if you haven't targeted them, you, you definitely should, Deanna. That honestly is a great idea. I, I've heard about like comedy shows happening at nudist uh, places where like the comedians are nude as well. Yep. Um, but I had never um, thought about reaching – you know, seeing – connecting that to work. Yeah, 100%. There's a lot of, uh, of people that love nudity out there. I actually don't like being naked in public, but uh, if you pay me for it, I, I will do it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so which movies, if you happen to know, feature the, the most male nudity of all time? Like what are the top ma naked male movies? Yeah. Um, so we do have a list right now. Right now, the one with the most male nudity of all time is Voyage from 2013 with 18 nude scenes. Um, not surprising to me, they're, uh, the most of the list that we have are foreign films that have the most nudity. Yeah, what's Voyage? Yeah. yeah. Voyage, it's a, uh, it's a movie that was made in Hong Kong, um, and it's just basically like this, <laughs> this, the main guy's voyage. So he's like, you know, it's like a coming of age story. And there's 18 nude scenes, almost every man in the movie is naked and almost every scene or almost every nude scene is a full frontal scene um the different celebrities in there let's see uh sebastian castro is the star adrian rung hung uh hung very aptly named yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so a lot of a lot of foreign films will have a lot of nudity, especially male nudity. We're seeing now through like TV shows and some film in America, a lot more male nudity because people are excited about it more than they were in the past, which is awesome. But for the most part, um, most of the nude scenes are foreign films. Like Taekwondo is a really great um, South American film that 
has 14 nude scenes and it's just such a visceral scene to me this guy is like fully nude on uh, sitting on a kitchen counter peeling an orange and his dick is out and it's an uncut dick and it's just such a clear scene like the sun is like it's a very well lit scene like you don't see a lot of that in american nude scenes as well it's always like a mystery or a cloud or a shadow and like a shadow of a dick like you don't see anything full on yeah I'm. So, f- uh, you just yeah. reminded me of um that scene in the beginning of forgetting uh forgetting sarah marshall yes who's that yes. actor who i love jason siegel jason siegel mm-hmm. is standing there getting dumped by uh, his girlfriend, and he's completely naked and crying with his dick yeah. out. And it's a long scene, and it's well lit. And I feel like those are scenes that never would have happened even 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And suddenly, it's like real movie stars are showing their junk. Yes. Yeah. And it's like not a, you know, maybe in the past people would think, oh, that's the end of their career or whatever. Like, how yeah. could they do that? You're not a serious actor anymore. But yeah, that scene is a great full on like, and it's funny too. There's, I mean, the latest Jackass movie has 13 nude scenes in it, which is a lot. But you know, oh, I need to see that. Yeah, come on, Jackass! <laughs> I love Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah and that's kind of like uh, for me. There's a lot of male nudity in comedy scenes, like using male nudity as to, for comedic effect. But what I like more, and I think is more important on Mr. Man, is to be like, let's just celebrate male nudity and like queer relationships queer sex all that stuff instead of being like here's my dick isn't it funny which is hilarious but (laughs) that's true because i mean i guess women's tits and naked bodies have been used comedically as well i'm thinking of airplane where you Mm -hmm. see the woman's tits bouncing up and down but but more often than not it's sexual when women are naked in movies and you're right it it has traditionally been like haha funny here's a here's a ball slipping out or something like that rather than it being sexy Yes, and now, now we're seeing a lot of sexy, a lot of sexy, and even in like TV shows, like I also have the top uh, TV show, I mean, no surprise, the top TV show with male nudity in it is Shameless with 118 scenes, um, Yes, and quite a lot. I started watching Shameless and I kind of got into it and then lost interest, but apparently in season two, there is an actor, and you'll know his name, Deanna, he's got long hair, he's beautiful, and he's got a huge cock. Oh yeah, yes, um, and he... He's like hanging out with um, Joan. He's like sleeping with an older woman. Yeah, what's his name? I'm gonna look it up right now. I can see his face. He's wearing headphones. He in is the movie. stunning, and his dick yes. is so big and so visible. I need to go back and watch all of Shameless season yes. two. Yes, which season? Just a season. Yes, it's in season two where he is. Um, his name is on the tip of my mouth. I know. Literally, I can like. It's so funny. I can. I'm pulling up the scene. Right now, I can see his face. Me too. But I just can't. I mean, all of him is hot. Yeah. In the meantime, Justin Justin Chadwick, is that? No, we'll find it. (laughs) Sorry. You don't have to do that work. Uh, I'll I'll figure it out. But in the meantime, what American star has been naked on screen the most? Do you happen to know? Oh, yes. Uh, Oh, American. I mean, right now, the one with the most nude scenes is. Uh, Ewan McGregor with oh, 27 yeah. nude scenes. Uh, the latest ones, he was in Halston that has some really great scenes. He's yes. like, he's always naked. His dick is always out and bless him for that. But he's like, and he's not afraid to like go full frontal in Velvet Goldmine. He was naked. Um, Marlon Wayans has been nude. 20, he has 20 nude scenes. Um, so I think that would be like the most American one. Marlon Wayans, really? Yeah. 
I, I was honestly super surprised when I heard that too. JB is nodding his head. Marlon Wayans in all of his movies, he's at least shown his ass one or two times. And yeah. that's what he finds funny. His butt. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, 20 nude scenes. That's a lot. Um hold on, I'm just I'm still looking up the shameless thing, but we're all obsessed here looking for <laughs> that guy's name. Why is there so much interest? I mean, this is a question not just about Mr. Man, but about Mr. Skin as well. Why is there continued interest in celebrity nudity when we can all watch porn for free anytime we want just by, you know, clicking on our phone or our, or our laptop? Yeah, you know, I think it's like we have these like parasocial relationships with celebrities. So maybe it's a little bit more shocking when they go nude or you can connect with them more you feel like you know them like when you're watching interviews or social media stuff and all that thing so you feel like you have more of a personal connection to them so that when you see their dick it's like a little bit more of that like maybe shock or i don't know appreciation because you're like that's (laughs) that's my buddy ben affleck on on the screen right now right um yeah that's why i think it's maybe like you're so drawn to them and you're so attracted to them that when they finally do go nude it's more of like that kind of connection that's interesting. I think, yeah, I think we feel like we have some kind of relationship with them. And now we're like, oh, Zach McGowan. Zach McGowan. Thank you. Yes. Listeners, absolutely. Google Zach McGowan penis and <laughs> yes. you will be glad that yes. you did. Yes. You know what? I can, I'll, I'll link to it on the Mr. Man Twitter account. I can, I can post a picture straight there. Please. <laughs> and uh, you're just Mr. Man, right? At Mr. Man. Yeah. Mr. Man. Yeah. How do we know? Diana, when we're when we see a, a male penis or ass on a screen, how do we know we're not seeing body doubles? Mm. It is, and how do like, you guys know? It is so funny. Like when I first started working for Mister Skin, the meetings that we would have, like in a meeting in a conference room, looking at pausing things, zooming in, like really trying to figure out, like let's get a good look. Like it's just so funny the way we do some pretty intense work to to look for seams, like. A lot of time prosthetics prosthetic dicks just look too good like if you're looking at a really good dick on screen it it's just too good to be true then it kind of is <laughs> or maybe they just have a really nice except dick. for zach mcgowan <laughs> yeah except for zach mcgowan that's all real <laughs> um we're looking for like seams where you can see like oh when it's connected you can see it kind of a seam and we're looking hard <laughs> or also like quick cuts you know um or quick cuts and also like weirdly shot things where you're at the very strategic that you can't see their face that's kind of like the first signs that we're looking at a body double um also if like a celebrity has never gone nude before and like had made statements about like i'm not going nude and then suddenly they have a nude scene and it's not like highly marketed we're like okay well that's probably a double um oh that's so interesting yeah yeah in other words uh, you're saying like let's say i don't know tom cruise is going to show his dick mm mm-hmm He's not just going to show his dick and not say anything about it. He that he's going to give an interview. He's going to discuss why he decided to finally do this. The director's going to talk, right? Because they want people 100%. to to flock to the movie. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like in Brokeback Mountain, Jake Gyllenhaal used a body double for when they're like jumping off a cliff into the um into the water, and it's just like it's shot in a way where you can kind you can kind of see that it's not him, but it's far enough away uh, where you can see his dick, but also not his face. But Heath Ledger went nude for it, but Jake Gyllenhaal did not. You just so ruined like, Brokeback Mountain for me. No. <laughs> How dare you? The entire movie's ruined. <laughs> How dare you? Drew, do you have a question for Deanna? I do, yeah. Okay. Um, also, hi, I'm Drew. I'm, I'm co-hosting today's episode. Um, 
Okay, so there. I feel like with Euphoria, especially, they were using like prosthetic penises. Like, do you think that that is going to be like a a bigger trend now for like for actors to just be like, oh, I want like a fake penis? But also, I kind of like like why is that even a thing? Like, I don't even understand why they would like go through all the hassle to like make a fake penis for like a nude scene. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking it's like there's so much that goes into it so like what's the nude scene how long is the dick going to be on screen like especially with euphoria i don't you know when in intimacy coordinators and all that stuff i mean for me i'm like let us just see your dick <laughs> what's the big deal but i do think that people will be utilizing them a lot more in the future like now that you know which is great that hollywood is giving actors this place to be you know if you're not comfortable sure. let's do this instead absolutely um but i also think like what we were saying before, there's so much and to take euphoria into example, there's so much nudity in there that is celebrated. Yeah. So I'm like, that's, you know, there's two points of it to be like, if you're not comfortable, use a fake dick. Absolutely. But if you're feeling safe and welcome and warmed on, you know, what you're doing and you want to be this, you know, and you want to be free as an actor, (laughs) pop your dick out. (laughs) Well, I have to point out also that not all the dicks on euphoria are fake. The infamous guy sitting on the toilet yeah, the ex, that that blonde yes. extra with his dick hanging out—that's right. real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, and then there's like one in season two. There's a locker room scene. Henry Eichenberg, I think his name is or something like that. And there's a a locker room scene, and his dick is out, and it's like it's great, and it's like probably the one of the most highly converted things that we have for Euphoria. People are looking for this scene, and it's a quick shot, but uh, they really like it. I love how this is your life. I have to just like <laughs> yeah. when you're in your when you're not at work, yeah, and you're just with your friends, or I don't know if you have a relationship. Like, are you talking about dicks? Um, not really. I it was very surprising that like this is <laughs> my job right now. But uh, like I said before, it's like really like opened my mind to like nudity and being like aware of it and all this stuff and like welcoming it in on film and whatever i never really thought about it before um but i will when i go see movies with my friends i will make a maybe a subconscious note like i went to go see zola in theaters and there was a bunch of dicks on screen no female nudity at all and so i was like that's really interesting like that's probably a very conscious decision that the director made and my friends were like how did you what what are you talking about there's no female nudity i'm like i don't know how i did that <laughs> analyzing the movie yeah and i i love pop culture i love talking about celebrities i have a bunch of celebrity crushes and so when i talk to my friends about their celebrity crushes the first thing that comes to mind is oh my god yeah like that nude scene in that movie and they're like wait what i'm like oh okay yeah (laughs) never mind yeah because i think there are probably very few women in the world who are so as well versed as you are in in this very specific subject matter do you feel like it's made you uh something of a dick connoisseur like do you know now like what a perfect penis should look like as opposed to maybe before you had this job um it absolutely and also like it i think it's also helped me appreciate that like all dicks are different and like yes. all bodies are different right so like i when i first started working i was w- working on the mr skin side and i was like huh turns out my nipples are very normal and like <laughs> Because you saw nipples that were not. Exactly, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, dicks can look like this, they can look like that. And so now anytime I encounter one, I'm like, huh, interesting. I'm going to add that (laughs) to, I'm going to categorize that away, you know, that it's like, I think it's helped me appreciate that all bodies don't have to be this very picturesque 
thing, which is what you get a lot of in porn, right? You get a lot of like the, those super great dicks and this hard cut bodies, which is great. But also I think it's um, kind of made me appreciate that. It's like, it doesn't have to be like that. It can be across the board and it's still hot. Yeah. I mean, they are like snowflakes. Exactly. We, we talk, we do a lot of lists on this podcast, which is pretty much when Mr. Man comes up. It's when we do one of your lists. We recently did a list of the top streaming shows for male nude scenes, um, which by the way, I have to say streaming has to have changed the game as far as nudity on screen, right? There's way more um, nude content than there ever was because there's so much content. Absolutely. Yes. Like every, every platform new shows, new nudities across the board, like not even just in America, like we're going overseas, we're getting all this different content, all these different shows that are now on Netflix that have nude scenes for you to watch. Well, one list that you did, which we haven't covered, but we should, is your list of the top 10 celebrity twinks. <laughs> Drew Lausch himself I know. Why, how, is a celebrity How come I didn't twink? make the list? You definitely should. Damn. <laughs> Who comes up with the ideas for the list? This is the meeting I would I would love to be at. Yeah, um, that's mostly uh, the writers and the content team. So, you know, big holidays and stuff like Christmas or Thanksgiving will have like those types of themes. But also it's just like, what do people want to see? You know, we'll kind of like cover the board that if people are searching for twinks, hey, we'll give you a list, you know, or like, hey, who's the sexiest bears uh, on Mr. Man? We're like, hey, you know what? We'll put it all on a list for you. Make it real easy. <laughs> you can just click through. So it's it's a little bit of all of us. It's a little bit of the content team um, or if like a new like that, that acid eating scene they were talking about in Holy Family just came out, which is very hot and very uh, well shot um, that we're like, oh, let's put that together with the White Lotus scene. Let's do some ass eating. Like, let's put this together to be like, oh, if you liked this, you're going to love this. Yeah, the ass eating list. I'm very intrigued. Mr. By. Man is bringing people together. Absolutely. All I'm hearing is that I feel like this is like it's so good for like shame and like like because I think just like what you were saying, like it's like all we see or we used to only see perfect bodies, but it's like the more naked bodies on screen from all different types of like body types. I think it's just like such a win because it's like then you get to see yourself, you know, on camera and stuff. I don't know. I just I feel like it's great for like shame complexes. Totally. By the way, Diana, who is the top twink? I, I didn't write down the list. Um, the number one top twink. Let's. Oh, I I can see it. Is it Timothy? It is. No, he's on the Timothy. list. Timothy. Really? Yeah, he's number one. Yeah. And then we had people vote, and it looks like the number one that got voted was Nicholas Howe in Light Cattle Towards Glow, which uh is a really, which a really good scene. He's like he's jerking off like next to the window and it's very like solemn and you know romantic but it's just this guy just oh. a little sound effect that <laughs> i was like oh. also not a solemn jerking off scene like no, no, yeah, my yeah. god uh, all of my jerking off scenes are solemn, solemn. <laughs> yeah. diana are you also a stand-up comedian i am yeah because i found you online and i'm like wait a second is this the same diana ortiz you Wh found where where can we see your comedy oh my gosh thanks um I'm I'm in Chicago, so I do stand up at the Lincoln Lodge um, every Friday and Saturday night, and then wherever like wherever independent shows will have me. Sometimes I'm at the Laugh Factory. I was at Zany's earlier in the week. You know, it's just wherever I'm, wherever people will ask me to perform. <laughs> now I have to imagine that you use your job as material. You must. I 
didn't for a really long time because I didn't want people to objectify me. You know, I was like, when I tell people that I run these accounts that's focusing on nudity, I also run um, affiliate accounts that have hardcore porn on them, like kink.com and kinkmen. Um, so those are the accounts that I'm running. And I, so I, I thought that people would hear that and look at me and be like, oh, I want to like this girl, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to her. Like about you my were going to be a freak in bed. Exactly. Yeah. And so it, um, which wasn't really my stand up material. So I very recently I've started integrating it a little bit more and it's, it's fun, you know, to talk about my day job, which is awesome and so cool and such a unique experience. And then kind of bringing that for people to listen to. I, it's, uh, it's been great. Uh, last question, any like Halloween lists or features coming up that we should keep our eyes peeled for on mrman.com? Hmm. You know, I am not sure. We're probably, we're definitely going to do some like top horror scenes coming out on Monday. We have a couple of them right now. That's like the hottest scary scenes in horror movies and horror TV shows that you can find on our blog posts. Deanna Ortiz, um, but- we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for doing this. Everybody go to MrMan.com and MrMan on Twitter. Deanna, best of luck to you. Drew, plug yourself. At uh, Real Drew Lausch on Instagram and at Drew Lausch on TikTok. JB, we're out of time. Bye. <laughs>